Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from May the 11th, 1991. Still got another week and maybe a day or so before we get to Super Brawl. I am sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Hopper because, as always, the man is running late, and I texted him and said, hey, we're getting started. Let us know when you're on, and we'll be ready to roll with you. Doc and I will get started, though. And before I throw it to him, special shout-out to our largest patron contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassy, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, and good old Justin. And um, one new patron this week, Matt D. Thank you, Matt, for signing up. Enjoy all that extra Patreon content, especially the one we just dropped where we talked about Jackson State and Alabama State. And you're saying, why would you talk about that? Because primetime Deion Sanders was, cut, was cutting wrestling promos after the kerfuffle in the at midfield after their game uh, two weeks ago. Doc, let me throw to you. How are you? Where I'm ready to blow the back out on this show. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. Ready to treat Grow this up, show. Ducky says. I am ready to treat this show like we're Draymond Green and it's Jordan Poole. Wow. <laughs> you know what I thought of when he when when I didn't see it, but I read his apology. You know what I thought of? I thought of Chrissy in Sopranos telling Meadows' then boyfriend, it's okay, we'll get him some therapy. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> Draymond's going to get some therapy from this, which I find hilarious, but I, I don't want to make fun of therapy. That's not my point. But I was like, yeah, he's going to go get some therapy. Again, I only read what he said, like clips of it. I didn't actually see his like audio apology. Well, what's great about it is, is – Everybody's more mad about the guy who leaked the video than they are at Draymond for punching him in the face. Is that true? I didn't I didn't hear that part. Yeah, they're trying to find out who leaked it so they could fire him. Well, you know it's somebody inside the building. Well, and then the other I mean, thing is is that Steve Kerr's tried to tell him it's no big deal because Jordan punched him out once. Well, I thought that when um when I saw the footage. I was like, so Jordan, from all accounts, and I've heard that story years ago, even before the last dance or whatever, Jordan tell the story about Deck and Kerr and Kerr telling the story. And it's like, he's like, yeah. And then Michael called me like after he's like, dude, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't mean it. But man, I look, man, you and I ain't never been professional athletes at the NBA and NFL level. But man, things get testy out there, man. That testosterone gets gone and you do things you probably wouldn't do otherwise. So. 
I don't know what was going on with Jay, with, with Draymond and Poole, but hey, man, everything comes back to wrestling, and those two had a, you know, a, a shoot fight, brother, at the shoot job. Well, the other thing that's got me feeling great. <laughs> Sixteen big wins in a row and one little bitty baby loss that happened in the first week of the season. This is getting better <laughs> by the week because, boy, when they lose in the playoffs, Ooh. you are going to be Burger King thing, Von Eric thing once again. Tell me you don't love you some Michael Parsons, bro. No, I like Parsons. That's right. I've told you that for a long for the longest. Yeah. I think he's a hell of a player. Yep. Your owner, he couldn't be my owner. I, I, he, I can't say what I, what I. Yeah, let me just be quiet. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on a well, unsecure we, line right now. We did it again. Uh, knocked off the other participant in last year's Super Bowl. Beat them both in a month. That means nothing. It really doesn't, but you got to, you can't, first of all, you don't apologize for wins in the NFL. Agreed. You got to beat the team in front of you. Yep. And we're starting to do that in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to stay with it here. I've said this all along, and I want to be consistent. The second Dakota's ready to come back, he's your starter. No questions. Not a doubt, because if you really look at the analysis, pour over the numbers like I have, the offense under Cooper Rush is not good enough to maintain this and continue to win. You need Dak back. Now, what this has done at 4-1 and one is reduce the urgency that Dak has to come back now or next week. We can get him healthy now. But he's your quarterback. Got got to have, got to have chocolate under center. You know what I mean? If that dude comes back and loses the first two starts, man, you're gonna burn down the facility, the Cowboys facility, if they don't start. It's probably because Kellen Moore set him up, and it's racism. No God, come on! Don't joke like that because somebody out there is listening. And again, I'm gonna reference it. It's the person flying in. This is their first time listening. They're gonna say. Oh, what the hell, bro? You know, they got this guy on here, and he's he's talking about it being racist, and uh, I, don't, I don't take too kind of that, you know. I can I, I can already hear it, and no, it won't be Darren. Who are these people that aren't aren't already bro, listening to us? It happens weekly. Like, so here's the thing: when your as your show grows, it's got a um like an exponential growth effect to it, like. So you you got your first 10 listeners, but then it's like you only go to 12 listeners and 14 and 16. But then as that number gets bigger in the after seven years, you end up with, oh, the, the word starts to spread. There are these idiots and they do classic wrestling. So you'll have, you know, a couple hundred people, new people listening every week. And they, they're like, oh, what is this about? And they hear the first part and they go eject. And well, that's their problem. Not our loyal listeners' problems. We're just here to be blessed and be a blessing, brother. As Buddy Landell always What do these new people want to hear? Um, so I remember one time, and I'm not going to say who it was, but 
I got a message on Facebook for the page and somebody commented, you know, not bad when y'all finally got to wrestling talk. Y'all need to learn to stick to wrestling and know your lane. Well, first off, pal, my mother freaking lane is college football, the NFL, and my classic lane is wrestling. whatever the fuck I decided is right fucking now. How about <laughs> right. that? This is our lane, Doc. These are be our microphones. Be blessed be a blessing. Did you hear Budro? I did. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Oh, we also do this. Now, I'm one of these guys that can't just fuck something up. I got to fuck it all the way up. Okay. So we live by the Buddy Landell, got to F it all the way up and be blessed and be a blessing. So, yeah, you know, the truth stick to the wrestling. Is, and let's be clear. A, we do the this show because it cracks us up while we're doing it, first and yeah. foremost. Remarks Second of ourselves. all, and let's be even more explicitly clear, we're doing this show for the patrons. So if you're beating this show for free, you win. But we're not doing it for you. I'm not going to go there. Some people I can't will. afford to be. And amazing. if you're new Come on. and you don't like it. <laughs> I'm trying you to certainly if you, this is your first time. And you don't like it. I would well, just is... implore you. I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to wear this out, but I'm going to suggest that you maybe download one of our old episodes where you can hear about what happens in Burger King walk-in coolers. And I'll leave it at okay. that. Okay. Right, right, right. No, I like the new listeners. I like when new people find us, man. That's how you grow. Harper's on, I'm too, t- by the way. So here's the thing. Oh, As you dial in, in, I need to know something. Are you in love with the red rocket rifle yet? You you need to wait till Harper gets on. Hold on. Let well, me you dolly man, I want to know what you think. You guys have yourselves a honky down there that's trying to wow. out honky our honky, and I don't know how I feel about that. I can't believe you just said that. What? Oh, that is true. Um, so Harper, Doc is asking me right uh, now. Are you on Harper? You there? Yeah. So Doc, we're on the football portion of the show, the NFL portion of the show. So Doc is asking me right now. Um, repeat what you just said, Doc. I mean, he's y'all on. Have a honky you said the honky word. Honky, our honky. Are y'all in love with the red rocket rifle yet? No, because ours is old. He is old. Yeah, that's the problem. You see, see, the thing is, no matter how good he does, the future quarterback for the Saints is not in the locker room currently. Yeah, mm, that's, that's some repeat. expert analysis. Walking in the door. That's Just logged in and hitting it. See, y'all potentially have the future quarterback because he's young. Who? Is y'all's quarterback young? Who? Cole's Cooper Rush, Doc. I don't know. He's not our future quarterback. No, but I'm saying is he, he, he at least has potential to get better. And, he's going to be it, somewhere else. Right. Only- someone, someone's going to overpay for him. And he's he, God. Know, I hope he's, that's. I hope that's the Saints. <laughs> so, no. so Rush is twenty eight and Dak is twenty nine. So they're about Man, the same. He's age. that old. Yeah, Cooper so, Rush is twenty eight. Um, Andy Dalton's thirty four. By the way, this kid. Well, it took him a long time to get a spot because everybody used to just say, "Are you sure you're not Andy Dalton?" <laughs> so you asked oh, about the red rifle. Um, here's the thing. Um, he ain't losing games, but he ain't necessarily winning. And I got and the other thing I want to add. 
it kind of sucks because the two games he started, all of a sudden the defense don't know how to play defense no more. Yeah. Um. So it's really messed up because he's actually playing better than crab legs. Right. And that's um. But you up. don't. Yeah, and it's messed up because, again, the defense has just been like, dude, they. Geno Smith is actually lighting a lot of people up this year, but he lit up that secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it wasn't so, for fucking uh, Taysom Hill, they wouldn't have won the goddamn game. Yeah, you know, I get nothing but tweets from people. Y'all pay him too much money. First off, tell me you don't understand the salary cap without telling me you don't understand the salary cap. You do. You got to realize. NFL NFL contracts aren't worth the paper they're on. They're literally worth the money you're paying the player pretty much that year and maybe the next. So does he get paid a lot? Sure. I'll give you that. But damn, after he freaking scores three TDs, runs for a hundred yards, throws for another. I mean, I don't know. Dude can play wide receiver and tight end too. And they're going to need him this week at wide receiver. Lord have mercy. Look, the saints ain't going nowhere this year, but anyway, they, they might bad. squeak in. I don't know, Harper. Game, like nine and seven, and they might back in because this team lost and blah 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 blah. I don't see it. No, no, nah, they they, they, ain't, they they no too many flaws. They got too many. They have too many points. Uh, they have too many what I call breaking points. The defense ain't going to be consistent enough. The offense ain't going to be consistent enough. They fumble too much. They make too many errors. They, they're yeah, like they the Cowboys. Turn, uh, turnovers. turnovers. And it's not even interceptions. It's fumbles and penalties. It's like dumb so, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's little dumb stuff, and that, so, that's why. I have a question. But the two-lane green wave of 5-1, and one, baby. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> so... By the time this show comes out, it will have already happened. But this weekend, the Cowboys travel to that sewer up north of Philadelphia. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just where people shit in the streets, as Harper told us that one time. Yeah, there was a log in the street. Yep, poo-poo. Big log. <laughs> I mean, if that's not an indictment of a whole region of the country, I don't know what is. <laughs> but... We're going up there. Jesus. Right. We're going up there ready. Okay. But I got a question for you. Mike, are you rooting for us or are you rooting for the Eagles this Sunday night? Um, I guess I got to root for y'all because they're undefeated. I mean, that's how I do it. When You know, when it's an NFC team, I look at who's got more wins and – you want them to lose because you never know how it all shakes out. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, so you all, and, and the way yeah. I would see it is, on top of that, you're rooting for us to try to set me up for a bigger fall when it all comes down. Oh, oh yeah. you're already you're already set up. He's already set up, Hopper, because he's yeah. his. He, I mean, his backup has won four straight. You you are set up right now for the ultimate disappointment. Like it's setting up for one of those Aaron Rodgers years where they, he just breaks your heart again and you just get pissy. You're doing it to yourself, man. What? Because I I choose I choose to love. I choose to care. That's what this is. No, no. I, I we all we all love our team. So that's now not I but, know that you two gentlemen. Fine gentlemen, Christian gentlemen, were watching your team play footballs the other day. 
But I have the NFL ticket. And I was watching over on the Tampa Bay Atlanta game. And y'all saw it as it happened. The Dirty Birds got screwed in ways that I didn't think were. I mean, I've looked at a lot of pornography in my life. I would I I was not aware that you could get screwed this way, but they did. Oh yeah. Isn't that fucked you know, up? You know what he's talking about? That Tom Brady sack? Yeah. The fucking Bro. rough of the passer penalty that, that didn't happen. There's not a team I hate more than the Falcons, and they got screwed. I can screwed. even admit that. Screwed. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> they I'm serious. They need to make it two hand touch for quarterbacks at this point. It's if that's just, what they're gonna do, they'll just make it flag. Or flag. flag off of them. Did the you, problem is, did you? Was there an L in that word that you just said? Yes, there was an L in. Okay, the word. I was just checking. Now, did you see the game last night where we had another rough? In the yeah, past? bro. Well, 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 that's from your boy from from the Dolphins. That's why they're doing that shit. Well, Troy Aiken, Troy Aikens was not happy. Aikman, you idiot. <laughs> oh, man. He didn't I like think... it. He said, let's all put on some dresses and, and cross-dress. He was like, the competition committee is going to have to just do something with this, and we got to take the dresses off. Now, keep in mind, hey. this is from a dude he caught, who's... He caught flack. Hey, love is love. Keep in mind, this is from a dude whose career ended because of these vicious hits. Yeah. Lavar Arrington almost killed Troy Aikman one Sunday oh, afternoon. Yeah, he murdered him. It was like one of those Detroit Lions QB hits that you see on Twitter that I retweeted yeah. last night, where the Lions QBs are just like literally destroyed into oblivion. I mean, nobody it, wants to see anybody truly be crippled or anything. But there's if we're gonna do this. We have to be able to do it. You yeah, know? I'm tired of seeing Tom Brady, bro. I wish somebody would do to Tom Brady what they did for the, what what that guy for the Packers did to fucking Jim McMahon that that <laughs> fucking game when he Why? just throws the ball and he's just like trying to the sideline and, and he's like fuck you and just grabs him and does a belly to belly Rick Steiner suplex to his ass. Why, Why do you hate Tom Brady so much? Because I'm tired of looking at him and Dad? his wife. Is, his football has destroyed his marriage. <laughs> okay. His, his kids are going to call another kid daddy because he can't stop for the love of the game, bro. Grow up, <laughs> fucking child. So you don't think Giselle's wrong here? Who's wrong? Giselle, his wife. Wife. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, she's wrong, bro. She knew what the fuck she was getting involved in. Yeah. I'm saying Tom Brady's a victim, bro. That dude went home for a week and saw what it was going to be like. He had a good look at what the future looked like and said, "Bro, set hut, set hut." Yeah. Omaha, 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 Omaha. I want to go back to what Harper said about Jim McMahon. That was that was a crime what happened because, see, like all these other quarterback hits I'm talking about, like the one with Wilbur Marshall where he destroys 
Um, I think it was Eric Hipple for the Detroit Lions. Yes. I mean, he he hit him with the crown of his helmet under his chin as Hipple was throwing it. At least Hipple was in a throwing motion when right. Marshall just fucking murdered him. I mean, hey, the dude the flatlined. hasn't blown yet. Right. But what happened to McMahon was, and I forget the Green Bay defender's name, McMahon had thrown the ball the play's over. The whistle's blowing. The dude just friggin' takes McMahon and belly to bellies him or belly to backs him on the concrete. And I say concrete because that's what that turf was. That yeah. was just that was some wrong shit, man. On his like we've shoulder. gone from we he you know what's he funny him on his throwing shoulder, bro. If if he did that now, they would put him in cuffs. He'll be in jail, bro. Yeah, he'd be in jail. Now he was wrong. Trouble. He would be in more trouble than Troy Aikman is for saying that they should just put him in dresses. Oh, bro. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure Troy's getting backlash. I got. How come back then open stadiums had AstroTurf? I could see I think, the Superdome and the Astrodome and the Pontiac Silver. But, like, why would Soldier Field or, you know, an open stadium have fucking AstroTurf? Because you Cheaper don't have to take care of it. Yep. Oh, you don't really? Have to take care of it. You don't have to take care of it. That's, I, it. That, I, that's the reason. I figured out a way to save four thousand dollars on our water bill. Yeah. Hey, do you do you ever see like okay? It happened to that the same. That shit is like the solar panels of, of fucking football fields, bro. <laughs> you know what kills me? We used to watch football back then, and think about the guys now. Like when Tua's you know head slammed the the, the the turf at, at um, Cincinnati a few weeks ago, or Chris Olave this weekend, he gets tackled and his head just slams against the, the Superdome turf. That turf now is is actually, I mean, I'm going to call it soft. Obviously, it's it's not a pillow. But think about when we were watching football in the late 70s, early 80s, even the 90s, before they went to that field turf stuff now. You know how many dudes' brains were just getting fucking fried on that hard concrete turf. I mean, they're already playing the, the most violent sport in the world now, and their heads were hitting concrete. Like, yeah. that is just... Criminal. Ugh. Like, I see some of these plays, like the Eric Hipple one I'm talking about. That Wilbur Marshall launches, hits him under the chin, and he, he does a like a perfect flat back bump and his freaking helmet slams the back of the turf. I mean, the uh, dude probably, he probably saw stars for like three years after that one hit. But he imagine, played the next weekend. Right. Yeah. Imagine playing for like a team that was really bad, like back in like the Saints or the Patriots. And you're like four and, you know, nine. <laughs> and every game you're losing fucking 34 to 13 and you got to do it again the next week and you got to take that shit again. <laughs> Fuck. Business uh. decisions are being made. Fuck, you know, I, I feel bad for that kid from Kansas. I've been watching every Kansas game since they started winning and that kid's out for the season. The star quarterback... Concussions? He, he, he no, I forgot. Like he is his ACL or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got a great no. He's got a grade A, but he's got a grade three separation of his right 
uh, shoulder. He separated his fucking shoulder. So it's just throwing on. Yeah. So. Oh, he yeah. He's, he's out. Violent sport. I mean, look at yeah. Dak. He hurt his little finger, and now he had to miss a month and a half. And going to be now. Just saying. I'd set him out longer. Real men throw ball with a broken finger. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Doc. Uh, we talked about Brady and the absolute criminal nonsense. You can't even sneeze on a quarterback anymore. You look at him wrong, and they throw a penalty flag. So what do you um, think? So what if they make that like a a uh, review a reviewable situation? Okay. So Doc likes to make fun of me. And my CFL fandom, which, by the way, the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers are 14-2 and two now and have locked up the uh, home field advantage throughout the playoffs in the CFL. So just wanted to point that out to you, Doc. So they're in the, um, the NFL season? Yeah, they start they start in the summertime, and um, their season wraps up in November. Oh, that's like around. Ballsy. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they're not trying to. It's. I mean, I would say they're not trying to compete, but yeah, they're not trying to compete. That's like AEW being on fucking Monday night. I mean, I don't know, dude. I I can't say that they've been around for a long time, so That's they've got they've got. It's not like like here's the thing: they don't play on Sunday either. Generally, like most of their uh, games are on. Um, they play Friday nights and Saturdays. And they're in so, Canada. Another and most of the season. They get halfway through the season before our season start. Um, so, but what I was going to say was, whenever there's a rough in the passer, it's not necessarily reviewable as a as a coach can challenge it. But they have a command center. That's what they call it, and the command center reviews it to see, oh, did he really get roughed, or did the ref make a mistake? And they'll overturn it. Like, they're nope. They're in the they're in the control center with. With a Gordon Sully with the CGI TV. <laughs> See, the problem with the NFL and why you can't have a controls command center like that, even though they claim to be in touch with New York on these replays, is the XFL did it and USFL did it too. They'll let you hear what's going on. The NFL ain't gonna allow that because oh, no, they book in the territory, bro. They don't. They they can't allow you to see how they fixing games. I'm joking. People gonna get mad at me for saying that. But they can't. They are not gonna allow you to do that. Even if they don't let you in on it, I just can't see a command center thing working because the NFL is they shady man. They got some shady business practices. <laughs> Great. Now we're gonna get contacted by the NFL. Well, call me Raj, please. We can sit down and talk. Why don't you get Harper put on the competition committee? Yeah. Oh, God. That would be great. <laughs> We're going back to the one bar face mask. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> one bar. Okay. You have to wear baggy jerseys. Not that shit that's so tight on you. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. I was watching something. I was like, dude, I forgot how... How baggy the damn jerseys used to be. Yeah. Well, now all these linemen, they basically yeah. glue them to their bodies, put on like ones that are so tight right. so they can't get grabbed. And I don't blame them. They're so tight that you can see where there's like 
the impact from the shoulder pads where, yeah. where the jersey hits it and there's like a an outline of like green. It, it's like they're the, these fucking women who fucking walk around Walmart with those with those fucking yoga pants on. Chuck. <laughs> and they don't even know what yoga is. <laughs> It was an ex coworker of mine on Facebook. One day, she 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 like shared this video of this rather large lady who who had. I believe the term like, you're looking for is fat broad. No, you can't tight, say that. Had like oh, I'm sorry. tight, had like uh, tight clothes on. How about this? Calorically challenged. Had tight clothes on, and had like multiple girdles like holding it all in. Bro, I've and, seen that shit, bro. And, I bet and, if you fucking untied that shit. That's where I'm going. Bro, you better be wearing a fucking helmet because you're going to get bro. the fuck out. So she said, she said in her share of it, if you take her home and open it up, it's going to be like a can of biscuits popping up. Come on. real, bro. Now this was a woman saying that about a woman. Don't get mad at me. I'm just repeating what I read. You know what? I'm curious. Like, what's the biggest size you think they make those pants? Because I've seen some women who look like, you know, bigger than fucking earthquake walking around. Like, bigger than fucking Norman the goddamn lunatic. So I've always been curious, like, 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 what's the cutoff to, to where they're like, bro, no, but we can't make it that goddamn big. Come on, that's intent. We could do it, but we're gonna have to raise the prices because of right. how much fabric this is taking up. Right. I don't know, Harper. I, I mean, all you gotta do is cut a larger piece of fabric, man. That's true. It's man. not like there's a shortage on fabric. So uh, the sizes just keep going. <laughs> Hopper sits like some earthquake on Norman. God, you peel them off and it smells like fucking Stop. Sal- salami down there. Oh, God. What's wrong with you? You like sweat-soaked salami. Well, if you made it this far, I just <laughs> wanted to say. When is they going to pre- talk about the wrestling? If it you made it this far, like when you got that jar of fucking grease, oh, but when you like fucking uh, uh, making bacon and, and you save the fucking grease, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Mixed well, with bug spray. If you, <laughs> if you made it this far, um, and you enjoyed it, there's a whole lot more. On the Patreon feed of our non-wrestling discussions, mm. all you got to do is go to tinyurl.com slash BTT. Oh, and if you like wrestling, there's a whole lot of theirs uh, there, too. Doc and I just uh, reviewed the most recent tales from the territories, uh, the new Vice series. We talked about the Memphis episode. Uh, also on there, you've got Super Brawl coming up. There's another Clash coming up in another month or so. There's over 300 episodes available on our Patreon feed at tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT. Both non-wrestling and plenty of classic wrestling discussions. Uh, as I say that, let me ask you, Doc, are we now ready 
to talk about what happened on this week, Saturday night. I don't know that I can. Why is that? Oh, Did Harper mess that, you up? No. The, the video quality was so bad that I'm not sure I know what I watched. Oh, no. It's like watching the fucking squiggly boobs. Um, Without it the wasn't boobs. Quite, yeah. It wasn't quite that bad, but there's um some audio issues in it. Um, there's, there's just numerous. It's look, who gave man, us these, who's responsible for this quality? Uh, my good friend, Tim Morecci. Yeah. He's a problem on this one. You need to, you need to do. Yeah. I Fuck mean, you. I need better. Yeah. Come on, Tim Maselli, step it up. There it is. Maselli. <laughs> the show was taped April 29th, 1991 at center stage. Like doc is saying here, the copy we have isn't the best. It was definitely recorded on a lower grade VCR or this was converted as the tape that was about to do the Burger King thing for sure. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, the show airs. Uh, the show starts with a replay of Paulie being beaten down by Missy Hyatt. Uh, we then go to Jr. and Paulie in front of the green screen. Paulie is terrified and is wearing a catcher's mask because he is so scared of Missy attacking him. Um, they then are going to cut to Missy who we are told is in a different area of the studio. I guess HR standards and practices got involved and said, we need to separate these two. Uh, she doesn't want to be around Paul. Missy says she will interview one man gang and Kevin Sullivan later in the show. And Jesus Christ, I don't know what they were doing with that, but we'll talk about that when we get there. And um, as you can see, Harper, the quality is not the greatest doc. Anything from the opening. Look at Paul. He's shaking. What a catcher's mask. That's funny. Yeah. The shaking, the shaking of the phone is the better part of that. Yeah, yeah I I'm watching, I watching baseball right now. Yeah, your Dodgers play tonight, right? I think they play tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think so. You I sure? I think it's tonight at eight. I believe all. I the thought teams, it was Wednesday night. I believe all the teams are playing today. I thought I saw they play at eight. Uh oh. Oh, well, no. anyway, Doc, if All you right. want to... Uh, Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe she won't make you book it. Look at me. Oh, she makes God. me book it about Look. two or three times a day. Okay, Javorski. Look at her. But she is hot, dude, with that short hair. You like that, huh? Bruh, it's like... It's crazy to think that she, she didn't... Do something besides this on television. Host a game show. Do something on MTV. Be a VJ. Dude, she's got a she's got a Lady Hopper haircut right here. Actually, this is this is Tiffany's hairdo. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And now Hopper later tonight he's gonna be closing his eyes, uh, uh, <laughs> thinking of missing when he's when he's rubbing oh. one out. I'm going to be banging her thinking, how was it like to be married to Eddie Go? But she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's All right. Up. How it big was really John Tatum? Is. Huh? What? How big what was she John with John Tatum? Tatum? Grow up. Yes. What? Come on. Seriously? What? Is this what we're doing here now? Yes. I was the belt. This is what we've always done. We continue. We go to the first match. It is... Brian Pillman and El Gigante versus Arn Anderson, who's the TV champ still, and Terry Taylor. We get a pitcher and pitcher from El Gigante. El Gigante says he's the real giant. 
and you will see at Super Brawl, which makes no sense, but whatever. And then JR explains that uh, the reason Taylor and Arn are tagging, Mrs. York has a vested interest in Arn becoming a member of the York Foundation, and that's why they're out there tagging together. And I like that JR at least told us that's what was happening. Otherwise, we're like, why are these two tagging? So anyway, um, Doc, let me throw to you if you got uh, anything from this match. Poor Arn having to be out there and wrestle this dude. Yeah, huh? Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I'm. I appreciate Jr. telling us. I just don't buy the. Then it doesn't square with me. That that's why he's teaming with the rooster. He looks like uh, Fly Brian with L.A. Gante looks like uh, Chunk with with the dude from the fucking Goonies. Oh my God! What the fuck was his name? Sloth. Sloth, yeah. It's like Sloth and Chunk. You're coming home with me now. (laughs) (laughs) He just did the voice of his friend. Baby Ruth. Having (laughs) relations with the deaf girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. That's what it sounded like when you were... (laughs) So, I'm not sure what I'm watching because it's too squiggled and messed up. Yeah, it's it's bad as you can see. It it scrambles every now and then, and it blacks out, and it's it is hard to watch. But a couple of notes I have from it: there was a nice looking cross body and arm drag from Pillman on Taylor during the match. At one point, Pillman is back into the heels corner, and Pillman fires up, like working his way out of it. You like to see stuff like that. Uh, Jr. does break the news during this match that PN News is debuting later. Yo, that baby, boy. yo, baby, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on in the show, long we'll see, awaited uh, debut, long awaited debut. And I got to say, the people actually are into him. I mean, they ain't they he's getting a reaction because so, because because they're trying to prove that they're not racist. OK, right. Sure. Uh, Pillman uh, in the finish. Pillman is in the ring. He fights back and makes the hot tags. Eligante Eligante tags out. Uh, takes out Arn and uh, Terry Taylor. But on the outside, Barry Windham appears and is attacking Pillman. Elegante is distracted, and Arn and Terry Taylor get the upper hand on him. Bobby Eaton hits the ring to help Pillman and Elegante. The babies chase off the heels, and Elegante and Pillman win by DQ. Uh, kind of a nothing happening, really, match, to be honest. Uh, I can't with Elegante. We know why he was there. Yeah. Um, he was a basketball player that couldn't play basketball, so they had to pay him to do something, I guess, and that's that. So, anyway. I could tell you uh, one doc- thing. As bad as his quality is, as a kid, I wouldn't have gave a shit. I'll still be watching this shit. Well, yeah, we didn't know. We didn't yeah. know back then. I mean, you look at it now because, well, you've been trained, and you know what good's supposed to look like, and you look at him and you're like, God, this guy's horrible. There goes Barry. Looks like uh, Keith Urcello in in, in uh, the Lost Boys. He does. Yeah. You know what? You know what makes Eligante look worse? He's in there with pro. Like all these guys right. know what they're doing. He's like it's in like, there with the best of the best. It's like they're all like uh, a, going to fucking Tulane Law School, and he's sitting there trying to do his ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Doc, anything you want to add? No. Hey, uh, so Hopper, the way we calculated it is 
Doc and I are going to have to do next week's Saturday night on this coming Friday. So that means next Tuesday would be Super Brawl. So between now and Tuesday is when you'd need to watch Super Brawl. So you got seven days before you watch the pay-per-view. So we can Our review the pay-per-view. talking to you. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you there, Hopper? Can you hear me yeah. now? I said, what do I so do? here's... <laughs> so here's what Doc and I calculated it out. We're doing next week Saturday night, this coming Friday. Right. This he and is I. Super without you. No, without you. Oh, We're doing okay. it on Friday. Next Tuesday, a week from tonight, is when we the three of us are going to review Super Brawl. Okay. So you got seven days to watch Super Brawl. So don't wait till Tuesday at it? five. How long is it? Uh, it's what, two and a half, maybe? Fuck, you fucking dicks. <laughs> I love it. Excuse us for thinking that the patrons might want to have a third man in the booth for the big pay-per-view extravaganza. Yeah, instead, they like seeing us in our tux. Instead, we're just dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, the bear pisses on the ramp, and the monkey does the Von Erich and Burger oh, King thing. So. Right. Yeah, we got that to look forward to. And then there's some other good stuff. And to be honest, you'll watch, I think it's Eligante and Sid and be and want to crap all over it. You'll just, it'll it'll make you angry and want to poke some eyeballs out. All right. Yeah. It's a good, decent pay-per-view with some shenanigans on it. But we'll continue for now. Uh, we saw an Oz ad, then we go to the next match. It's the Steiner Brothers versus Cody Wayne and Randy Starr. Uh, Doc, this one's pretty damn short. What do you have from it? It was short, and I couldn't tell what was happening, so I had no notes. <laughs> you really can't. It, it scrambles every now and then. Um, it's pretty damn bad. I'm going to assume this guy, it was good because the, like? the Steiners are doing good stuff every time I see them. So I'm going to fill in the blank and assume they did good stuff here. Hopper, look at this dude in the ring. Doesn't he look like he like works at an oil change place? He looks like a, like a very bad Marty Jannetty. I didn't think about that, but I you're right. Marty Janetti was a very bad Marty <laughs> That's true. So how bad are you if you're a bad Marty Janetti? <laughs> well, he took a nice bump on that Steiner line right there from Rick Steiner. And uh then they set him up for the DDT off the top rope and they win with ease. Uh quick note, I believe that is Bill Alfonso in there as the referee. How could you tell? Uh I can He's just tell. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a whistle. That whistle was um, a great gimmick. Oh, yeah, because it, it was annoying, and it made oh. you just, it was instant hatred. Yeah. Yeah, it it really was. All right, let's go to a promo. We got Paul Lee. He's interviewing the Steiners. This is the Danger Zone. And um, let's see what goes down here. One week from tomorrow night at Super Brawl, there's a match which I really want to see. The World Tag Team Champions, Rick and Scott Steiner, are going to put it all up against Sting and Lex Luger. Now, everybody knows Sting and Lex Luger are two of the most popular athletes in the world today. The same goes for the Steiner brothers. They are the U.S. IWGP and the World Tag Team Champions. My guests at this time, Scott and Goop Rick, the Steiner Brothers. Hi, thank you very much for being here. My question to you gentlemen is this. 
you're stepping in the ring a week from tomorrow night against Sting and Lex Luger, you guys are pals with them. Well, Paulie Danger, let me tell you something. Friendship. They say, all right, dozen friends can allies. This match is not about friendship. This match is about us defending our world take titles. And whenever me and my brother step in the ring, we have one thing to prove, and that's against anybody that we're the best tag team we're in the world. We're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. Polly dangerously. We're gonna win. Friendship. One thing. Defending these world tag team titles is another. And they don't mix. Sting and Lex Luger, when we step in the ring, bro, guys better be ready to go. All right, I'm going to cut it off there because, as you can see, that's the audio we're dealing with in this episode. Um, I-, I thought, actually, Scott Steiner was good there, Doc, leading into a babyface versus babyface match. What did you think? I can't take the warp tape, bro. I hate to be negative. I mean, you- you've been dealing with a warped franchise the last <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wouldn't listen to a cassette tape from the 80s if it was all warped up. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> What's with Rick's gear with the numbers on it? The numbers on it. Yeah, look, it's 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 all numbers. Oh yeah, I see. What you, well, it's both of them. No. Oh yeah, it is, huh? Well, here what I'm done. Oh okay. Yeah, I guess it's numbers, and I don't know what the hell it is. All right, so. We continue, and we go to commercial, and we come back, and we come back. We are back at the Super Brawl 91 Control Center with Gordon Soley. That's not Gordon, true. Oh, that's right. We go to Luger versus Bob Cook, and it happens quickly. Uh, what do you have from that? Luger wins with the torture rack. This is a and, quick episode, everybody. It was only like 50 minutes. Why? Oh, wow. Where's Sting? They're, they're, we're trying to get to this pay-per-view match, and now he's wrestling singles again. Everything was airtight, brother. Everything was air shitty. Okay, it's not that bad, but all right. So, do you have anything from it, Doc? No, no. Yeah, it's it's he wins with the torture rack. He wins quickly, <laughs> which should have been a prep for Nikita. Yeah, they dropped the ball on that one. So after that, after Luger wins, we do go to the Super Brawl Control Center with Gordon Soley, and Gordon runs down the entire card like he's been doing. Um, they they we are told. Our old friend Tim Horner is going to take on Oz. Oh, my God. Whoever that is. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. That's wait, what it wait. says. Go back to that fucking Larry Zabisco. What the fuck is he wearing? Hold on. I'll pause. When we get to it. What is that? A jean? What kind of? I don't know what that is, Doc. You you have any idea what he might be wearing there? I'll pass. I don't know. It looks like an extra from 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 chips. I want to know how they can spell Zabisco right, but Miss Rick on Rick Flair <laughs> or Arn or Arn A R N E. Remember that from last year. Tim Horner versus Oz. Can't wait for that. Young Pistols and the Freebirds. So he runs down the entire card essentially. Tommy Rich and Nikita Koloff. Jesus Lord. Dustin and Terry Taylor, I'm sorry, Terrence Taylor, uh, matching up. And Bobby and Arn, good one to look forward to. Uh, 
Uh, Doc, Flying Brian, and Barry Windham, any thoughts on the control center? We've they, It's My kind of been a repeat. Is, why do you got to get a picture on with his fucking glasses on? I don't know, but in 2022, I love it because it's so yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm good with it. Harper's the one that had a problem with the control center. And remember, Arn would cut promos with those glasses on. So, I mean, it makes sense that sometimes he would, you know, that you'd see that promo pick right there. Yeah, I'm good with this too. Well, I'll keep the show moving because um, this goes on for quite some time. They they air a couple of uh, promos, Flair's promo. But the audio is just terrible, so it's not even worth playing. And so I'll keep going. So, Doc, we go to the next match, and it is One Man Gang versus... Kenny Kendall, I believe. Um, I need to get to the beginning of this because I need Harper's commentary Bruh. on this. Yeah. Presentation. Harper. No. You watching? Yeah. Kevin Sullivan is dragging the one man gang to to the ring by chain, which he's been doing. But gang has a leather dominatrix mask. It's called a gimp mask. Yeah. I'm sorry. A gimp mask. I, I, I apologize for not knowing that. He's got a gimp mask over his head. Uh, you would know it if you saw um, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I've seen Pulp Fiction. It's been a very long time. Um, He takes the gimp mask off and gang screams. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Doc, we got a two-minute match here. Not even that. About man, maybe about two minutes. Any I thoughts on this presentation? Than, 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 than when he had the uh, the mohawk. Say that again. I think he looks better here than, than when he had the mohawk. I like I it too. He looks more menacing and more crazy. Yep. Um. Okay, I can go with that, but I I can't support the the gimp mask. That's even better. Uh, that makes right. it seem like wild assed. I don't know, bro. What do you think that gimp mask spell, smelled like? Oh, God. Um, That's a Harper question. Oh, man. But does he? But does he? Sweat. <laughs> mixed in Tail with some sweat. white. Mixed in with some white rain. <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> the white chick shampoo? And, oh, cocoa, and cocoa butter. Yeah, oh and God. Cocoa that's a hell of a misc. <laughs> yeah, I like this idea that we're just lunatics here. Deranged. Potentially well, criminally insane. Deviant. Gang. I guess. Gang hits the 747. He's going to win the match. How can Sullivan, you tell? Sullivan has to pull Gang off of Kenny Kendall in. It takes Sullivan putting the black leather mask, I'm sorry, the gimp mask, back on gang so that gang will go with him. See, that's great. Yeah. That's how he calms them down, like the alligators, when they jump on top of them and they fucking cover their eyes. Sniff my finger. Down. Yeah. yeah. Sniff his hand like in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll continue. Um <laughs> Any other thoughts on this weird? When you think about it, Blazing Saddles is a dirty motherfucking movie. Yeah, we reviewed it with D Man. It was his favorite, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Um, we kind of actually got some blowback on it because I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people, I don't know, go listen to the Patreon episode. I won't even give it away. Here. I don't, I don't have access. Well, I'll tell you offline then. I'm not going to tell you what the, what happened in the episode. Um, when, uh, you can become a patron and listen to it. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Look, we don't do ads on this show. Nobody's footing a bill. We're independent. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to 300 plus Patreon episodes uh, that you can enjoy. Nobody okay. tells us what to do but the Constitution. That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. Because you're all about America. Hey, That's just, right. All it depends on is how you interpret that document. <laughs> Oh, I grease my gun with liberal tears. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> he just triggered somebody. Yeah. It goes back to the, we're just having fun, people. Settle down, buckaroos. The only reason we did it is because we knew it would work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Continuing. I'm not going to play the audio, but I don't know what's going on here during this segment because I wanted to hear more of it. Okay, I'll play the audio. Here it is. And I'm Missy Hyatt, and this is Kevin Sullivan and One Man Gang, and I know there's a lot of giants in wrestling. But is this guy criminally insane? Who told you about the incident? What incident? Missy Hyatt, because I smell the blood of giants. And this is the only true giant championship wrestling because you see, when I had Shaq from the tree of woe, and I went to the evil and banged on the door because Teddy Long asked me to do his and he poured out the silver in our hands. We realized that Ron Simmons your destiny belongs to us. You see, we're not taking any prisoners. We're not taking any prisoners, Ron Simmons. Gonna draw no quarters because this Ron Simmons is the beginning of Agamemnon. That's the beginning of the end for you. You see, the gang knows one thing, and that's brutality. In pain, he likes pain. Which all these chains missing? Not. And we'll be back with wrestling action, but first, listen to this. I mean, Missy's laughing. She can't even contain herself. If you watch her there, I you wanted me to play it, Doc. It took me like six different takes to finally figure out that Sullivan was talking about Simmons and gang at the end of it. Well, that's not my fault. Okay. Any thoughts on that insanity? He was good. Yes. I guess, oh. but uh, no, that's fine because they're setting what? up stuff down the road. It's a damn shame we got to get through Eliganti and Sid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. How does that impact what this is? Because I think next is gang and Eliganti. And, oh, God. Oh, my God. I think. I ain't seen it in a while. I can't remember. Well, if Mike is wrong, make sure that you uh, send in some feedback to the show. <laughs> yeah. Correct him because he likes the discipline. 
I just replied to a DM. He's also on. Like, he's also into gimp masks. He just doesn't know it. I replied to a DM on Twitter from like seven months ago this weekend. Oh, oh God, you fucking weirdo! Okay. Well, I tell people all the time if like the best way to contact me is email. Book it at territory at gmail dot com. Hopper knows this because Hopper knows. Uh, yeah, I don't. I just. Nothing irritates me more than a ping going off on a cell phone because there's something in Messenger. So I took all that crap off and don't let it bother me. So what was the what was the comment? What was the comment? Um, It was something about Arn Anderson. Double A. I don't even remember. They were they were referencing something. This is how bad it is. (laughs) Doc knows what I'm talking about. Because I did this to Doc last week. They were trying to clarify something that we said about Arn in the episode. And the episode was like six or seven months ago. I don't even, I have no knowledge or remember having that discussion. It like, I have no idea what we said and didn't say. And so I don't think I even replied, but I was having a discussion with Doc literally this past Friday, three days after we recorded the last show. And I was imitating him doing a Boston accent and exactly what he said. And I was like, you don't remember saying that? He goes, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. So, dude, I say so much. I I caught so many episodes. I couldn't tell you what was said on what episode and when. And, Doc, Mm -mm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I still don't know what you're talking about, but I remember us having that conversation. We got a guy here. He's multiracial, and that's a problem in itself. You literally said that, and you had no recollection of it. Well, I'm just three days heel. after the fact. I'm just playing heel, so I can't be held accountable. Yeah, for things Terry Bollea might say okay. if I'm Hulk Hogan. Uh, but no, on a serious note, yeah, man. If you DM me, I I like will either never see it or see it like months later. Email bookintheterritory at gmail.com. You can the also email bookintheterritory at gmail.com. Is to find us out at the bar and buy us drinks. Oh, God. They'll go broke with you. Um, bookintheterritory at gmail.com. I am still uh, giving away uh, free monthly Patreon memberships. So bookintheterritory at gmail.com. Email me there, and I'll tell you how you can take advantage of that. Doc, we go to the next match. It is Ric Flair versus Kip Abby or Abby. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Any thoughts on Rick, who takes out the knee of Abby and then slaps on the figure four for the win quickly? Uh, no, couldn't see anything. Yeah, you can see he's now. You playing heel? You know what oh made me god. think of y'all? Oh god! I was watching. It was a, the deal with the with the adult uh, kids meals, and the employees of McDonald's are going on social media asking people to stop coming in to get these things <laughs> because they're because they're overwhelmed and it, it, it reminded me of y'all with the dollar whoppers it is because people have to they mcdonald's corporate ain't assembling all this shit you gotta fold those boxes you gotta put a toy in there and that may not sound like a lot but then you gotta find a place to store all these now folded boxes right and it's something and, else on your fucking inventory. And we're trying to sell. We're trying to make some money here. And now I got a store folded up adult Happy Meals 
<laughs> in addition to the kids' Happy Meals that are already eating up all the space. You got and people no, in there ready to do them. I make no money. And no matter where I decide to put it, somebody's going to tell me I did it wrong. <laughs> you know what would be funny, Doc? Imagine, because you know this used to happen when we worked at Burger King. People would come in and be mad at you because you were out of toys mm-hmm. for the freaking meal. I can see this happening with adults. Yeah, can I get oh, the adult yeah, happy bro. meal? And they're like, yeah, just so you know, we can give you the box and we can give you the, you know, the, everything that comes with But we're all out of toys. And a grown adult. Now, a grown adult was getting mad at you before because their kid wasn't getting a toy. But now a grown adult is mad because they're not getting a toy in their Happy Meal. By the way. It can't be long now until the aliens land. Yeah. Or or the nukes get launched. We ain't far off. We seem to be at our most vulnerable. (laughs) Do you... I will never forget I was in the drive... I was working the drive-thru one night and this dude orders a kid's meal or whatever they Burger King called it back then. I don't remember. And he gets to the window. I hand him the little box or the bag. I think we were actually in a bag at that point. I don't even remember. And he gives me his money. I hand him the drink and the, the food. And he looks up at me and says, now the most important thing uh, in here is the toy that's in here. Right? I go, sir, we're out of toys. You have to be kidding me. Here we go. I'm do 17 look, years old. Do I look I like got, I'm enjoying this enough bruh. to joke with you? <laughs> now, Harper, I'm 17 years old. You know we're full of piss and vinegar. For a grown adult to get mad at me because the store I work at is out of freaking toys. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. We're out of toys. Would you like to voice your opinion to the manager? Because I'll gladly go get her. They get paid. Yes, I would. And probably not enough, but it's more than what I'm making. So I'm going to refer you to her. Do you remember what the the toy was? I couldn't tell you. But, like, what I'm. Here's the thing this was a common thing. Like, this wasn't a one-off. This was just the dude I remember from this night. Because I've been at school all day. I, I'm in a pissy mood. You know, I'm just like, damn, I got to come to work now and put up with this bull crap for three eighty-five an hour. Like, here we go. You know, like, I'm starting to question life now at this point. Like, like, bruh, the Burger King thing is a real thing. Like, I don't, I, it's not an exaggeration. It's real. And now you I should got some... really think twice before you cop attitude on anybody <laughs> serving you food Dude, unless it's so a four to five star restaurant. Bro, you ain't lying, bro. Because they control what you're going to consume and stick in your fucking mouth. <laughs> they are dictating what the fuck you're going to eat, motherfucker. So you better behave yourself. And, be, and nobody does. And hey. be fucking grateful. I, I, bro, if I walk into a, a fast food, I'm like a fucking black dude talking to the cops. I'm like, yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Like, no matter how old they are, no matter what kind of fucking attitude they have, I'm. It's like I'm a private talking to a fucking general. <laughs> That's the most practical life advice that Harper's ever dispensed on this and program. He's dispensed a lot. And that Here's will a- get you further than complaining because your fries are cool. Well, do you want some fries that have been down my pants? <laughs> Bruh, the thing is, like, You're I am fully aware. for a bucket of fries. I don't give a shit if they're cold or not. Eat them. That's not true. I, I No, nah, I'm going to get you some hot fries. Okay. Like, that's understandable. The thing is, I'm not trying to tell you that there aren't goofballs that work in fast food. Like, there's goofballs in every walk of life. And in morons fact, and jackasses. I would suggest that the fast food place was the, one of the nuttier professions, if you want to call it that, that I was in. Right. So they are, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to get into, well, you know, there are a lot of morons, bruh. Trust me, I worked with them. I know there are people in these establishments that really don't know how to put a piece of meat on a bun and get confused. I get it. But I'm also here to tell you there's dudes like me and Doc and Harper who used to do those jobs that knew how to simply put mayo and ketchup and lettuce and tomato and the sandwich. And we got literally verbally abused because of customer incompetence and i do mean customer incompetence because if you have a problem that i don't have a toy in the bag that's a you problem and i will go get the manager for you now this idiot that night he he ended up getting like a dollar off his kids meal because the toy wasn't in there like if that's what it's worth for you fine but i'm gonna go get somebody that can make that executive decision okay pal yeah you fucking dork bro you should have seen the look on he was heartbroken now the most important thing he he was one of the i i, I don't know he was like one of these really proper white dudes now the most important thing is hey, in the bag, hey, right hey, the toy. Hey, what's he doing around that place well you and o's right you and o's right there so yeah. like it's a mixed it's a mixed area like it's no really that is yeah. a very mixed area yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know how it is now but back then it was right there yeah, on the lake, there's there's some big, nice houses. So you 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 really have a weird demographic there because you got some rich people on the lake and literally a couple blocks away. It's yeah, I mean, it's, it's the hood. It's fucking you know? cover. Is there a gate? Yeah. or something to keep this. Not really separated. No. Uh. Uh-uh. So you could just like wake up and find a crackhead in your yard. Pretty much. I mean, Sweet. probably. But it's, it's a very diverse area in terms of not only race, but money and everything. I mean, it, that's how it is. So, yeah, we would get, like Hopper would say, we get some ghetto folks in there and then we get that. Well, the most important thing in here is the, the toy, right? You, you didn't forget that, did you? We're out of toys, sir. Right. Here's the I thing. crushed his soul when I said that. If you could have seen the look in his dude's face, it was like I told him. When he was in the military, his wife was getting. I just you know what? Come on. I just thought of this, and I don't know why it hasn't come up sooner. Stick to wrestling, fellas. That's what we're here for. When I worked at Burger King, we didn't take credit cards. Yeah, all we took was cash. Really? It was a yeah. It's the nineties. 
Cash only. Early 90s, cash only. You're right. Wow. Yeah, no credit cards. Talk about being old. Jesus. Like, we're going to die soon. Don't say that. I know too many people that pass away in their late 40s, early 50s, bro. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, for real, bro. Bro, people are fucking dying. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. Dude, they dropping left and right. I think about it every day when I get up. I'm like, well, Lord gave me another one. Yeah. And this is how you choose to spend it. Great job, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you guys really need to get it together. I cannot believe you got rid of the Great American Sandwich. I mean, what I'm going to call corporate brother... Please do. When you get done, tell them to stay on the line. I have a few complaints complaints as well. (laughs) I'm going to tell them to piss off is what I'm going to tell them. (laughs) I'm going to tell the senior VP of operations that they sit there and thump their Bible (laughs) and drink their cheap Thunderbird. (laughs) You, it kills me though. These people will get mad at you. You are a minimum they, wage they think employee. That your last name is King. They think that you're in on the take, and they Even don't understand you. that you're being robbed more than anybody involved. Bro, you are. There is no lower person on the totem pole of that organization than the person you are interfacing with. They, there is no one lower. And you are telling them in every interaction that they have reminds them that they're the lowest person. Yeah, for real. As soon as you fucking walk in the door with that Burger King visor on or whatever the fuck it is. It's it's always there. Yeah. You suck. Get to work. Well, speaking speaking of things sucking. No. Getting to work. Look, we go now. Green now. To the debut of the rap master PN News, who's going to take on Doug Doug Gilbert. I'm going to play. I'm about to go to. Let me let this play for a second. PN News coming to the ring. And then I'm going to play some audio from his first introduction. And I just want to say, if you're listening on YouTube, it may end up getting edited out because I don't know if uh, the YouTube folks will let this fly through. So there's that. But I do want to play. News is first rap coming into the promotion with his yo baby yo baby yo. And by the way, the fans, they're into this dude. They are having fun. So let's go to the audio now. News introducing himself. Well, not really, but he starts rapping and doing this whole thing. Here it is. Put your hands in the air and wait you just don't care. Get ready to jump, cause when I'm 
your hands together. Bro, watch when he starts dancing. He's gonna start tootsie rolling. This big old. The shoulders go down. One, two, three, and the one's left standing on my posse and me. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Listen to Paul Lee. That answers my question. What's that, Paul? Whatever happened to the Fat Boys? They're alive and well, all in one outfit, wrestling on national television. PN News, quite a wrap there. The fans really got into it here at center stage. And Doug Gilbert trying to attack Backmaster a little bit early there. Now, he's 403 pounds, and it's obvious he can move around the ring. He's got... Okay, Doc, uh, what did you think of uh, Mr. News' rapping and um, dancing? Not ex it's not exactly Eric, Eric B. and Rakim, is it? That's bad, bro. Not exactly KRS-One. Dude, this is tremendous. The crowd is chanting, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He's tootsie rolling in the ring. I yeah. came unglued. Well, this is the kind of thing that you deem a good time. But Harper and I have taste when it comes to cultural matters. I guess at this time, that was was still how most hip-hop was. This right? is this is mm. as if, if Jim Hurd said, I like the hippity-hop and, yeah. and look this. <laughs> uh, Harper, not really. Like, this is past that. Was it? Yeah, yeah th this is dated. Him, that kind of rap is long. No. I mean, I can't sit there and tell you there was nobody doing something similar, but no, this is, mm -mm. this is, this, this, that ship sailed. He this was a is white dude, huh? I, so here we go. Um, I thought he was not white, but no, I, I didn't think really. Boy, if I anybody think... should be able to tell this, it should be us. I think he's like a uh, like a, a, a John B. Bad type of situation. I don't know that the hair was sort of come uh, on. <laughs> no, no, extra curly. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I don't mean it to be. He's not trying to say it that way. I know exactly what he means. Um, I know the Eye of Gibson and uh, PN News Junior on Twitter have been looking forward to this for. Quite some time. I'm sure this is their WrestleMania Super Bowl, but for the rest of us, it's just painful. So, he, according to Wikipedia, he was trained by Brad Ringens. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, what's his race? It doesn't uh, say. Wikip uh, Wikipedia does not say. That's not important. Well, he's from Omaha, so he's he's probably white as fuck. <laughs> I've uh, met what some is... brothers from Omaha, but okay. Yeah. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. I thought he, it was hilarious. This is. It was terrible. Let me. I want to play some more audio. Did y'all because... know that he was. It says here he was the first cousin of Mike HLAC, who was better known for his stint in the World Wrestling Federation as Mantar. Yeah. He was Mantar's cousin. Hey. Yeah. And let me tell you this, partner. <laughs> Up in Omaha, they're running 12% brothers and sisters. That's why I said I've known some black folks from Omaha. 
maybe Omaha gets a bad rap for being flyover cracker country, but there's 12% up there. Oh, that's nice. What? Real classy, Doc. <laughs> since when Since when has class become a determining factor of how we operate? Okay. I'm getting ready to Google was peeing news white. See what kind of watch list. While, while you do that, I'm going to play the finish of the match because I think this is tremendous too. As news goes to the top rope, he tells the music man to hit his music. Here it is. And now he's walking outside. He's leaving. He's leaving. What is he doing? If he's going up to the top. No way. He's up on top. Oh, my God. Look at this, PN News, well over 400 pounds. I don't believe it. He splashes Doug Gilbert in the corner, then off the top rope. Uh, his move will be known the broken, known as the broken record, as you heard Jr. Uh, say right there. The broken record. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's hilarious, man. PN News Junior on Twitter is gonna love this. His debut finally happened. Um. Doc, any other thoughts on News defeating Gilbert? First match, debut in a promotion. No. Okay. Let's go to the closing promo. You about to say something, Doc? Or no? I'm just saying that, you know, MC Hammer was about to put out too legit to quit in like four See, months from now. What year was this? 91? Okay, yeah. He already had the... Uh, the big hit. Right. Yeah. Let's go to the closing promo. Jim Ross, Paulie, and Missy Hyatt walks in. What happens here? What a debut for uh, PN News. I can rap to you. He is a big... You gotta, well, I was going to tell the fans tomorrow night on the main event, Paul E. will be talking to beautiful Bobby. Hope you'll join us tomorrow night at 6.05. Let's mind our manners, kids. Where's your catcher's mask? Boy, what a brave guy right here. Paul E., my colleague. Missy, for Missy Hyde and Paul E. Davidson fans, we'll see you tomorrow night on the main event at 6.05. Boy, Paul is uh, terrified. He's holding that phone like a bat, ready to just take a bat to Missy, which is not very classy. Um, Doc, any thoughts on the close there when Paulie screams like a, yeah, he screamed. They need to do something with these two. We need to bring this to a head. <laughs> a head, huh? Come on. I didn't say some head. I said a head. Grow up. What's wrong with you? Well, that's how they go off air. And you know how we do it before we get out of here. Um, we got to rate it, hand out a Rolex before we do so. Remember, you can become a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. No ads on this show. Uh, just us having a good time and not sticking to wrestling uh, as uh, you know, the haters want us to do sometimes, I guess. I don't know. I hate that term, haters. Why did I say that? tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Become a patron. Get access to lots of more wrestling and non-wrestling content on our Patreon feed, plus the video versions of this of these shows that we do, um, you would be able to see PN News like we just watched him right now, rapping and dancing and flying off the top rope. Okay, Doc, let's go to it. We got to rate it. Hand off some Rolexes. Uh, rate it first. Who are you giving yours to? I'm mean, sorry. I who are you gonna? What are you gonna rate it? 
I don't know how to rate this. Just rate it. I couldn't see half of it. Well, it was kind of on the fritz. Like, yeah. I'm going to give this an incomplete. Come on. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Yeah. I can't believe it. I don't want to be unnecessarily harsh. So I don't feel like I can fairly rate it. Okay. I think that's bull crap, but okay. I think it's being fair. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a B because I thought it was fine. Yeah. Like I, like PN News, it was quick. 48 minutes. Got a little Ric Flair on it. You know, Missy's Manor, Kevin Sullivan, and One Man Gang, and Gang and his gimp mask. And yeah, PN News was fine. I find it hilarious. Uh, Paulie, not Paulie, um, Arn and Terry Taylor tag. We had a little Pillman on it. I'm giving it a B. Harper, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give this an A. Really? Yeah, it's 48 minutes. That's all I got to fucking know. So now we got to hand out the Rolex. Doc, who are you giving your Rolex to? Well, it's not going to be PN News. Oh, come I'm on. so disappointed in you. Why? Because you just, you know, you just disappear news for no reason. It's ridiculous. But go ahead, proceed. I'm going with one man gang. I like wow. that. I like that scene they were throwing down. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, I'm giving mine to PN News because he deserved it. Yeah. Hopper, who are you going with? I'm giving mine to one man gang because of that that fucking mask and him screaming during that promo. Yeah, but but uh, PM News gets my government cheese. Oh, <laughs> all right, bringing back the government cheese from the Smoky Mountain show. <laughs> Come on, are you going to put one of them gift masks on later tonight for Lady Harper? Is that what you? Uh, yeah. Wow. I'll fuck me. Would you fuck me? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> put the put the lotion in the basket. God. Lady Harper's like, why do you keep calling me Missy? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Missy person? Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, great. All right, before we get out of here, quick reminder, Hardbody Harper is st- still doing his life advice and relationship advice. All you got to do is email him for a video shout out, life advice, relationship advice, or if you want him to cut a promo on a friend or somebody you hate, Email him to chrisharper16wildcat at gmail.com. Make sure you're very descriptive in the video that you'd like him to cut, who he's cutting it on, what you want him to say, and he will doctor it up and make it uh, something that you will love. Again, chrisharper16wildcat at gmail.com. And then uh, PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Again, if you want a video, shout out, relationship advice, all that good stuff. And then a couple of... Uh, last minute items uh, check out our vantage point the, um, with Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn the northern version of BTT slightly classier definitely more professional but still fun nonetheless they support us please support them so thanks Joe and Quinn for all your plugs uh, give them a listen and show them some support and check out the bottom line cast with Mike Prue and JV Mike Prue and JV handle the ECW show on our Patreon feed but they also handle or do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin called the bottom line cast so check them out as well uh, Doc Kind of a quick episode compared to some of the ones we've been doing. Um, 
Anything else before we hit the go home queue and ride off into the sunset? No, I think I'm done with this bullshit. I, that that tape quality put me in a real bad mood. I don't want to talk about it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got started. They they heated this shit up way before the pay per view. They they messed it up. It's upset. I love it. Uh, it's gonna be all right, dude. They're gonna roll out that fucking monkey at the pay per view, though, and it's gonna be all worthwhile. <laughs> To the bear what do you think the they monkey. do to monkeys at the Cobb County Civic Center? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what do you think they do to monkeys at Cobb County? <laughs> oh, boy. You know that when the Black Crows, you know that band, Mike? I've heard of them. When Rick Rubin signed them, because he did. Are they, all, are they black people in there? No. No, they're all monkeys. But there are birds. He, Rick Rubin wanted to change their name to the Cobb County Crows. KKK, all Ks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did he realize? Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. So he realized that would have been KKK. They were like, uh... We don't want to do that because that's wrong. <laughs> Can we just have some cocaine with the K? Yeah. Is that a true story? Are you being serious here? Has Rick Rubin confirmed that? That seems well, odd. I don't know that he has, but I think their drummer did in his uh, memoirs. That okay? That's yeah. I don't. I don't know how to take that. I mean, I guess it's kind of like a a, a market employ, but yeah, to for, who? for who? But th- no, that's what I'm the saying. Like burning scene. I mean, yeah. That, yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, I guess it's a market employ, but I, I'm not saying that's a good market employ. I'm just saying it's a market employ. But that seems odd. Like that's a weird way to want to drum up interest in a in your band. Screw that. <sighs> nah. It's not going to work for me, brother. No. God, who would go along? Well, I'm answering my question. Who would go along with that? Somebody that was racist. Uh, <laughs> the KKK. God. Oh, fuck. Rick Rubin. All right. Um, He's a genius. Anything else? He's a genius. Anything else, Doc, before we get out of here? Because I got nothing. I was looking up this article. of About what? Rick Rubin, Cobb County. The relationship between Rubin and the Black Crows apparently soured almost immediately when Rubin suggested the band change their name to the Cobb County Crows. God, that's terrible. The band was insulted by the connection and maintained that Rubin had no part. Then they got into it over, like, who had a producer credit on in the first album because of the label and stuff but yeah so i don't know maybe they're cutting a promo on him because of that but it's out there well that's a business i'd want no part of music industry i guess it's better now because you can control it more in your yourself like if you're really a good artist you know we're not really a pro-business show because we're down on the food industry. 
and you're kicking the music industry in the nuts. We hate current wrestling, and we have no sponsors. You know what I mean, though. Like, I mean, if you're like a true musician nowadays, you could, if you're good, you can get found. Now, you don't need, you don't need a label behind you, right? Right. I mean, you got YouTube. You got YouTube and all these other platforms. You can. You can get some tattoos on your face and mumble rap, and you're good to go. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You see a lot of crap because of that, but I mean, if you are legitimate, you could do well. Like guzzling scissor and like mumbling out some. We should do that, Harp. Yeah. Be the new island boys. <laughs> I, I, God, whatever happened? Those kids. Um, don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, I think it's time to get out of here. Uh, Doc, do you have anything else before we throw it to Harper to hit the tag? Not a motherfucking thing. All right, Harper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>